What's up, everybody? It's Zach Macback hosting another episode of What's Up, Belly Up without Mike because he's too busy taking care of his new 420 child. Can't so believe we he had a kid. This week. <laughs> Other than it being, I mean, it's I, I'll take it. It's 420, but it's Adolf Hitler's birthday. I don't know if Mike knows that or wants to hear that, but um, <laughs> it's truly a pleasure to have you back on to be back on an episode with you. I think Sound Off was our last rodeo, but. Glad to have you on. Uh, what's up, Elio? How you doing? Good, good. Glad to be back. Nice to get on the old mic sticks every once in a while. Get the voice pumping. Start talking about sports again. I have to admit, uh, like I mentioned, Mike's not here because he had a child yesterday, his second child. I didn't know if it was a boy or girl for the longest time. And then I asked him, like the other day, I, I asked him, uh, do you have a name for it? Hoping that would help me out. And he's like, yeah, I have a name for it. It's Rowan. And now I'm like, I really don't know if this is a boy or a girl. And then he posted a picture of it this morning in the group chat. And I'm like, I still don't know if this is a boy. I still don't know. He finally made it done. So I think that's Pretty one good, Yeah. These dual gender names, Rowan. I mean, I don't hate the name. I'm, just, I'm, I'm not saying anything, Mike, I'm not saying anything bad about your newborn's name. It's only been named for less than, I think, 24 hours. But um, just make it easier on us, I guess we could tell them. Yeah, a Tom or a you know Frank wouldn't hurt. Well, you said Frank the Tank. I actually, until you just told me this, I thought his name was Frank. This is a tired. <laughs> threw me off. I thought he was lying to me about Rowan, so I was like, maybe his name's Frank. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I was. That's I. This is breaking news right now that that kid's name is Rowan, and not Frank. Right, well, apparently, yeah, jury's still out on what the name is. I guess um, it could be Rowan, could be Frank, could be. He trolled me initially. I said, "What's the name?" He said, "Zach Mac." <laughs> Yeah, Zach Mack, not just Zach. Zach Mack. <laughs> Zach Mack Brown. I'll enjoy yeah. to it. Um, we're going to start off in college hoops real quick before we get to professional stuff. Um, the question we're posing, I guess, is is the NCAA falling apart, which is kind of an egregious question. But you've got the – what was he? He was the number one – was he number one overall? Yeah, Jalen Green, he was number one. Yeah, so he's going with G League instead. Michigan, I saw. Isaiah Todd. Yeah, the best recruit they've ever had. I think he's going to join. I I don't know if you know more about this than me, but it sounds like they're creating a new G League team that all these guys are going to play on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All I know is that the G League, uh, I mean, obviously they pay players. Um, I feel like more people were going the route of international like uh, LaMelo Ball was doing, but this, I guess, is kind of like, hey, Let's make the G League our thing. I mean, I guess Isaiah Todd and Jalen Green are boys. I'm not sure if they played together in school. But, I mean, yeah, Memphis and Auburn were is down to his final two other than the G League. Just tells them to frig off because he's going to the G League. And Isaiah Todd decommits from Michigan, which I was just thinking because, like you said, biggest recruit. Whatever, like, what? how, how did that just – how did they not turn in, like, to the Kentucky or whatever back in the day? When the Fab Five happened, you would have thought all these dudes would just start coming top five, just be like, yeah, we're going to play there for a couple of years, maybe one year and be done. Um, but, yeah, no, it, it sucks for college hoops. I think this is going to start a trend, especially with the Mellow Ball being, like, a possible number one pick, and he went international. You got uh, the other dude um, – there's another guy. There's another guard. I can't think of his name right now. He plays for the. Uh, he played international. He was a top five recruit. It's just 
college hoops, it's going to, it's all leads to them getting some type of payment and it's going to happen. The likeness, and you can see over the years how there's been a progression with trying to pay the players and the talks about it. So, I mean, with all the craziness going on in sports right now, I wouldn't be surprised if they do that, especially because they're going to, they're going to need to figure out a way to bring sports back and they need the best talent to be there. So. Yeah, especially with the, like if the NCAA, it's like obviously right now they can't pay players. They yeah. said that it's like works or whatever, but it's hard to compete with. Like people are, there are those people who are hell bent on like tradition stuff like that. Like we do it for the school, blah blah blah. But it's hard to compete when like you can go make money in the G League or go make like overseas. You can go make money overseas. Like people are always gonna want to make money. They Especially just better ball out education yeah i mean they better ball out don't, the best thing that's happened to college basketball though is zion like his like like he went to the college and just became even bigger of a name that he we even thought he was going to be i mean you got guys like that that prove going to duke and getting all that because these guys aren't going to be seen ever like they're going to be playing the g league you're not going to be tuning into a g league game right they better be putting up numbers they better be showing out against dudes that aren't 18, 19, 20. They're going against guys that are have nothing to lose and are just trying to make a squad. So um, I think it's going to be an interesting thing. If it, it could end up helping the college hoops if they don't do as well as they wanted to um, and then don't get drafted as high. But I That's think it's a good point. Because yeah. NCAA, I mean, is going to have more exposure, especially come like March Madness time. It's going to have more exposure than the G League. So you're going to the G League solely based on performing and getting recognition from the NBA. I that might be the saving grace for the NTA, I guess. Yeah. I don't uh I'd be sad to see honestly NTA basketball go to the wayside. I don't know if it's to that extreme yet, but I mean I think it's gonna benefit, I guess, the play of the NBA though, because you're gonna have dudes that say like the top ten recruits every year go to the NBA G League. You got the next bunch that are going to dominate the NCAA, maybe get some better experience, maybe stay a couple years. So your classes aren't going to just be like, oh, the top five guys are studs and then the rest. Like the only thing is that also I think this influenced these two guys' decision is that James Wiseman, the dude of Memphis who was the number one recruit and then gets freaking banned from playing because he got help moving or something. So I'm sure these guys got offers to play at, in college. I'm sure Memphis was like, yeah, sure. We'll do this again and see if we get caught. Or even Auburn, the fact that they were in the top two. I think it's the players were just like, screw this. Let's just go get paid and get closer to the league, which is all they actually care about. So Yeah, I'm curious if that wise thing was like the last draw for some people. But yeah. it, it does affect like cities. Like I live in Memphis, so basketball is the only thing people like. Obviously, the only pro team we have is the Grizzlies. And then Penny Hardaway is now the coach for Memphis and – they go and do that to James Wiseman, and people are kind of like all oh, middle fingers to the NCAA kind of thing. So everyone, I'm, I'm sure a majority here, people wouldn't be mad about the NCAA crumbling, but it, I think it would affect cities like that. I mean, yeah. I don't know. We'll go to the – I guess we'll just go to NBA next. The They did the horse. They also did the 2K, which we didn't – I didn't, we didn't mention it prep, but they did the 2K tournament. They did the horse tournament. And speaking of Memphis, I think Conley won the – not that he's in Memphis anymore, but he's a god here. Yeah. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah, he beat Zach Levine, which – so basically 
why we're even talking about the horse challenges because the quality of it was just brutal. I mean, it felt like you were back in the day um, on somebody's like, I don't know, old PC or a freaking Dell that was like, you're as amazed that you can even get this picture at all and you're happy with it. But yeah, I mean, the, the, um, I guess they're why as much money as these people got, I guess they couldn't get better video quality or whatever. I guess the servers weren't working out too well, but yeah, Zach Levine beat or lost to Conley. Conley is just a, that just explains him right now. Cause like he used to be an absolute stud, like you said, Memphis star, but now he's kind of like just not what he used to be, but put him in a game of horse and the dude still got all the little uh, quirks and tricks that are going to win that. But Zach, the best part is Zach Levine beat out, I don't know exactly what her name, but a WNBA player because <laughs> he freaking uses jumping ability and he knew this chick couldn't even jump and he beat her. And his, <laughs> what she lost on was, I don't know, I'm not sure if it was a dunk, but it was something that there was no chance in the heck she was doing. And so, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's amazing what they're doing, like, to try to get people to watch TV still. I mean, they're just doing Twitch streams pretty much yeah. on live television. I mean, you would think. I I feel like when they announced the horse competition and they were like, "This how's gonna work?" People were like excited about it. Like, this could be cool. We could see some crazy stuff. We didn't see anything crazy. We saw Zach <laughs> Zach Levine take power moves over a female, but I well, you said the quality was garbage, which was an automatic turn off from the get go. I followed. I I watched a little bit of the. Uh, Chauncey Billups, I can't even remember who he's playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the 2K stuff, I was kind of interested in. I still didn't watch a full game that anyone played, but uh, Devin Booker won that, and he beat I don't even know. I I, I would just rather play. Yeah. I, yeah, like you said, they're doing anything to keep people interested. Why didn't they just, I don't understand why ESPN – didn't just drop off like actual quality equipment to each of these players' houses, like sanitary, do whatever it takes, drop, hey, hey, here's your gear or here's your equipment you're going to use for this horse thing. Don't get out your freaking uh, computer or video camera and do it that way. Like, let's give you – if they did, they need to up their freaking equipment uh, department because that shit sucks. (laughs) So that's what they did. I mean, but – yeah, I don't. It, I'm confused. I mean, get out a guy with a mask that's videotaping these things at each house. Like, I don't know. You can pay somebody. People are looking for jobs. Get somebody to go there with a nice camera and some quality. Uh, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, no. It was. Did you see the last episode of Tiger King? Like the additional episode. That no, I am one of the only that has not watched it. The whole thing. You haven't watched any of it. No, because like. So I'm home all the time, and I don't want to just get suckered in to just sitting on the couch and watching Netflix or just playing video games all day. I wait to do that later. So by the time later happens, my roommates are all home, and we watch either like Ozark or something that like needs your like actual attention. And so I kind of missed the whole Tiger King. I mean, pretty much know exactly what happened. Um, I'll probably get to it one day, but um, yeah, no, I did not watch the additional one where they were doing it now. I heard they had masks and stuff in that or something. Yeah, so I guess the, well, the reason I brought it up is because it's Joel McHale. Um, I, for those of you who know, Joel McHale is an actor, random-ass actor, but they got to do this. And he was like, he's 
the premise is he's like, I asked Netflix to, uh, if I could do an additional blah, 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 interview all these people. And they sent me an iPhone and said, good luck. <laughs> like, it, it, so the reason I brought it up is like, his quality was better than what we saw. And all he claims all they sent him was an iPhone. Yeah. And his quality was better than all these horse competition qualities. Genius move all- by him, by the way, too, to uh, take advantage of a very, 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 very trendy um, Netflix show. I mean, like, hell, I'll do this. Try to get some. Uh, I mean, he's already a very famous human being and funny, but why not just hop on that and try to get something out of that too? Yeah. But yeah, iPhone. Yeah, they. I don't. They, freaking whatever Netflix is giving, whatever iPhone. Android apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, all right. So NFL. Um, screw the NBA. Well, actually, okay, we'll talk. This can go NFL or NBA. Games with no fans. Um, do you like it? Love it? Don't care? Would rather them play it? Regardless, the NBA could come back to finish. NHL could come back to finish. Or is the NFL going to start with no fans? How do you feel about that? Um, I'm so distraught when it comes to no fans because it's like, just let them play. Like, it's all that matters. Um. But then I think baseball. Baseball has fans, but they also don't have fans. And it's kind of boring because you don't have, like, the sound. You like the, the loudness. You like the entertainment aspect of that. But I think we all just want the games to be back to make us feel a little better about it all coming back. Um, yeah, the tickets and all that jazz will not be – I'm sure organizations won't be pumped because they're not getting all that money. Um, but I'm – I think if if you can play without fans, you play without fans. As as a fan, I think that's the way you go. Um, I don't think we're going to be seeing any fans at all this year just because the gatherings number is obviously way too high until we get that vaccine. I don't think they can risk having that many people in one area. But um, I think – I don't know. I don't – if the – it's just tough because, like, football is the only thing I can imagine actually coming back on time nba would just do playoffs i don't know it's just it's bizarre and then i was even talking this is not even exactly on topic but dude football is gonna have so many injuries like an insane amount these dudes are sure they're working out but they're not working out like some of these guys yeah they'll probably be putting in 100 110 percent effort in the, at their home gyms or whatever but you're gonna have these guys that are lazy just think they're just gonna walk the little oh sweet we got an uh we get an off season off, like sure, I'll come back and then tear like a million hamstrings and all of that stuff. So it depends. I don't know. I know a lot of people just want to, even athletes just want to play. But I'm interested to see. I mean, if heck, why not just do it without fans? That's like entertainment in itself. People will tune in just to see how weird it is, and then you'll be hearing squeaky shoes and the hits will sound a lot louder. I'm assuming. Yeah. Dude, with technology these days. Just throw in like a video game fans out there and just have somebody like controlling it as if it was a game and like get the sound up, maybe some fan, like fake fan noise or something. I don't know. But. You could honestly, I still so a couple things. I'm glad you brought up baseball because like I think that it could be doable in every sport except baseball. Like I, I thought baseball was borderline unwatchable and then the Astros did what they did and then it was. <laughs> Pretty much unwatchable, and then I can't imagine like if baseball had no fans, it's just downright unwatchable. But you're right; like if they're pumping crowd noise into a stadium, they could easily pump crowd noise to your TV speakers. Yeah. Like, just fake 
crowd noise, put some fans in there. Like, I think that could work. Yeah. Set it up but with, like, I, PlayStation or Xbox and be like, yo, let's get this so that we can have – it's like a virtual game, but the main part's the real actual game going on. I don't know. Yeah. And the injuries is another good point, especially if, like, I was thinking, like, like NBA, you're talking about NFL, it should be injuries because people aren't working out and stuff. But NBA and NHL, if they come back and they're like, we're, you know, season's over, we're just going to do the playoffs. And if you have injuries during the playoffs, and, but the playoffs are happening in the middle of the summer, like, those players are not going to be ready by the beginning of next season. Like, they yeah. don't have a summer to recuperate. So, yeah. Injuries is, an, I think it's an important thing the leagues have to think about when they're contemplating when do they return. That yeah. I, I don't think a lot of I don't think the. I mean, the league should care because those are their stars that could possibly be hurt, and then they're going to get so much backlash from it. Um, I think they just want to play, and I mean, you can even do, you can even tarnish this whole situation with. It's no more best of seven. It's straight up do or die, like the NCAA tournament. Not saying that gives you your best champion in basketball or NHL, um, and it definitely would be a asterisks next to that whoever won it all but i think it'd be an option too if like hey you have i think hockey would be the one that that doesn't benefit the most from it because i don't think one game tells you who's the best team on the ice um but nba i think i think you're really seeing who the best i mean yeah we had the warriors down 3-1 to thunder years ago and they came back and they won it all um but i think if you told the dudes on the court, this is it, you're going to see who's who's the best. And then in the NHL, though, that that's just – I don't – those guys go so hard in those playoffs games. That would be like a crime just to only say, here, play one game, and if you lose, you're done. But I don't know. It's, it's also, it is a good point. I mean, yeah, but then, then starting the season, then like the following – like, man, there would be no off season. You'd be getting right back in it, so – it would definitely be I an interesting. Like, if the NBA and NHL came back at this point and did any sort of like, if they still tried to count champion, I don't think there's any way around not putting an asterisk next to it. Yeah. Would you agree? Is there is there any way that they don't put an asterisk next to the champion? You can't put you put an asterisk on this whole freaking year. You can put an asterisk on next year at this rate just because it's going to be such a weird. Like, I mean, we got a virtual NFL draft. Like, it's all. Like everyone, everything's different. Tom Brady's not even a freaking Patriot, so the whole rest of the NFL, my NFL life, will be just—I'm just lost. Um, but I mean, there's even the because they've even talked about in the NBA having like a mid-season tournament just to kind of get play like teams like I don't know, just not tanking and stuff. So you could even start the season with last year's playoffs. And then go right into regular season, which is not like that sounds like a fictional world, but it's like it's almost like it's almost like the opening tournaments in college basketball. You just they have those Maui invitations yeah. stuff. You just start off with the playoffs, and then you after that's over, get right back. You already had your plenty of time off. Get right back into the regular season. Maybe shorten it. I don't know. It's just it's gonna it's gonna affect the years to come, at least the following year still. But either that or you just say. Yeah, all those like seventy games you played this year, forget about them. <laughs> like they're <laughs> they're pointless. They don't benefit. You just did them. They're nothing else. Like you just. Uh, I yeah. think about like people that are like I. I don't want to go off in this tangent, but like there's a Ovechkin who's chasing Gretzky for yeah. all time. 
And like, now he's got to wait. Like, I, I, I could see how that's frustrating. I was um, as a Flyers fan, we were freaking back, baby, and it yeah. just got ripped away from us. Yeah, well, it's been I, so long, and I was yeah. hyped for playoffs. Now, I think now, the pandemic just saved you from the inevitable heartbreak. But hey, being back is a Philly fan's dream right now because we've been. <laughs> We've been out of it for a little bit, so uh, and it sucks because like you got Claude Giroux and Voracek on the Flyers that it's like, damn, there goes another year. Um, yeah. When's that going to come to an end? So yeah, no, it's. I think the was it the main topic of this was fans in the in the stands. I think you just play. I mean, I think by July, there's no reason if people are if you can test people and corn and quarantine them in a certain area. I think will be. Hopefully, I agree. Good the integrity of the sport. Put the just play the just because if, uh, if somebody gets it, if, if a guy gets it on those teams, like say Rudy Gobert is right back out there and then just gets it again, okay, he's quarantined. Like it sucks. Like you don't want to like take away a guy because it's not due to injury but an illness. It's just those guys are fine. Like they're all top athletes. I don't think they're gonna government die from this. So it's just like. I don't know, just play, and if anybody gets it, you just put them in treatment, and then you keep playing. I don't hate uh, that. I think a lot of people might hate that idea, but I hate—I don't hate that. Every How about this? Every playoff <laughs> – this is a stretch. Every playoff player has to get the virus. <laughs> so then they all have it. So they can't spread it if they all have yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then no play with it. It'll be just the COVID champions. And right. then they'll just... Everyone's paints and then go out there and play. Yeah. And if everyone has it, then nobody can not get it yeah. or get it. And Jordan's flu game just doesn't matter ever at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, dude, the guys that had it, like Marcus Smart and Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert and all those guys, like, they're fine now. They just... just and they're going to be fine. That's the bottom yeah. line. They're never going to be different. Yeah. They're freak athletes. Their body's so meant for a disease that doesn't affect them. But anyways. <laughs> yeah. We'll, uh, we'll move on to – we should be politicians. We should just put – anyways, we'll move on to NFL. Uh, we've got obviously the draft coming up. But before we get into the actual news, Jay Glazer, why – I mean, obviously, by now, if you don't live under a rock, you know what happened. Jay Glazer – it's like I'm gonna break news, and then barely broke news. Why? Why did he do this? I don't understand that, it at all. I that's what confuses me because Jay Glazer is a very he doesn't break news unless it's broken. Like no, he doesn't break news or lead up to breaking news. He just is the guy that drops the hammer on this random huge dude, and you're like, holy shit! How did nobody else hear about this but Jay Glazer? So it was very un. I think Fox must have been like. You're leading up to this because we need people to tune in to your 11 o'clock Skype sesh. <laughs> um, so I only, I, I guarantee, like, part of me, because I've heard him on some podcasts and um, I've just listened to him on the interviews and stuff. And he, I feel like he was not all on board with this little teaser of a thing. Um, and then he was like, I'm just breaking that some dude on the Rams had the virus, like, like, what was it, weeks ago? Like, it wasn't even like, um, so. I mean, we all thought it was about the seasons being canceled. We all thought it was about Odell being traded, and Odell's still a Brown. So, I mean, um, yeah, no, Jay Glazer, like, I'm not going to knock him for it because I don't think it was 100% him. But the whole charade that people waited up to 11 and were just like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, this is what we're – like, another, okay, sick. We're all tuning in for 
uh, coronavirus news that we hear all day. Yeah, that's breaking news to me. That I'm, I'm glad you, uh, glad you brought that up. I didn't know that he was. If he sounded not on board with it, then uh, I, that makes more sense because you're right. I mean, it's not like you didn't ex- like you would expect that out of some. I don't even. I, I'm not even gonna throw somebody under the bus right now. I felt like. I mean, you, I, you expect that out like like somebody from Belly Up that has no like yeah. credibility at all. Like, other than trying to break the scene or break the world. Uh, no, but he didn't say he wasn't on board, but I've heard him on, like, part of my take. And he's like, I don't just break news to break news. Like, I only break the big stuff because I'm not trying to lose credibility. And, I mean, if he, he does another one of these teasers, I don't think we'll be all be tuning in, that's for sure. Yeah, so I I guess uh, he was probably – I mean, he's probably the only one who knew. I, obviously, nobody else is- – New because they would have broken earlier because it happened weeks ago, but uh, just weird to see from Jay Glazer, I guess. Well, I don't uh, even think he was the one that teased. I think some random account teased that it was happening on a show. So some mole in his little corner, uh, I think, did it. So then it's like he kind of was like, "Well, I guess I got to ride this out now." So, but but if we got to say, screw Jay Glazer, like screw that guy. <laughs> I mean, we don't got to say. No, I'm just I'm just emulating the freaking Twitter <laughs> world that just has to hate this guy for yeah. doing it, doing his job. <laughs> Speaking of Twitter world and hating things for no reason, uh, the Chargers jerseys dropped. People seem to love them. Uh, first off, do you like them? I think I know the answer. And how do you feel about everyone's jerseys that have dropped so far? I was say jersey drop season has in full force. People are like bored out of their minds, and they're just like, let's just. I don't know, change our jerseys up a little bit, I guess. I don't know. The Browns released jerseys, and Odell looked at it and was like, ah, nice. Like, I don't know. It looks pretty much the same. <laughs> uh, the Chargers, um, they couldn't I – don't, I don't mind them. I mean, I'm happy they have more of the, um, the, the like, baby blue ones. They It's a little like a progression of darkness that their jerseys go through. But I'm weirded out by the numbers and the bolt. I thought that was a weird touch. Um but overall, I mean, it's all right. Philip Rivers probably was the one that was like, I ain't, ain't going to keep – I'm keeping these jerseys. No new stuff when I'm here. Darn tootin' jerseys. and um, But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think they, they're still better than, I think, what the Falcons put out. So, I'm, uh, I don't know. Yeah, jersey drop season has been unreal right now. It's almost taken over freaking mock draft season. Like, I was kind of worried. Yeah, I, I do think that you, of the ones that have been dropped so far, which I saw the, the Patriots ones dropped too, uh, the Chargers are the best, I think. Yeah. And to be honest, my hot take of, of football 2020 so far is that the I like the Falcons. I think they're second best so far. I know a lot of people are You them. like modern, then. You like the modernized. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I've always been a modern fan. Um, I think. I like the Browns. I didn't like the Patriots or the Buccaneers, to be honest. Yeah, see that that makes complete sense then, because the Patriots are like very bland. Um, Patriots and the Bucks kind of did the whole like the Penn State, Michigan, that kind of stuff, where it's like we're going to the basics. We're doing square one, um, what the people know, what the people, I guess, want. Um, but no, I mean, yeah, you definitely are a modern cat if you. I don't know. I just think the. Falcons one minute. I was pumped too because they just alphaed the uh, they alphaed the Bucks by like Bucks drop theirs and then they're like boom teaser New Jersey. So then they put those out and I was like ooh, 
<laughs> this looks like I just made you guys on Madden quick. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's to each their own. Yeah. Uh, so I just threw jerseys in there. They weren't on the, the, we'll get to real news. We were supposed to go from fake news to real news. Um, first off, Lamar Jackson, I guess he announced that he was going to be on the cover for Madden. Yeah. He's pumped. He must be pumped. If that's yeah. the case. He's like, yeah, we're doing Madden tournaments. Your boy's on it. <laughs> Source me. Yeah. Like, I'm- Source me. Yeah. <laughs> I funny. think uh, Ray Lewis was the last yeah. Raven to be. I would say like 2005, maybe. I'm not sure. I know all I remember is Vic was 2004, and I can't really, off the top of my head, just. Right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was on the Madden covers. Um, the, there is that person out there, though, that knows every oh, sure. Madden cover. Sure. My, my little brother's probably one of them. Yeah. Uh, if the Madden curse is real, which I don't, uh, I don't know, you know, it is what it is. Madden curse. Everyone knows you either believe or you don't. Um, it's it's so set up to be. I feel like this is the like you could have put. Well, Pat Mahomes is on the last one, right? Yeah, which is like, damn, is the curse real? Because he's just freaking won a Super Bowl. Yeah. So. But it definitely. I, I mean, I Antonio Brown. Huh? Antonio Brown was on the one before Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was the curse amongst all curses. Yeah. Dude went. That dude. They cursed his brain. Like. That's the last one uh, I, I still load up with Antonio Brown every time I play Madden. Yeah, I mean, um, and, and the Mahomes one though. I mean. It changes a lot because I when I I don't buy games I well, I do but I don't buy the hard copy I just buy what's yeah. on like and so it changed like at one point the Peyton Manning was on it another point like I saw different players on it um, so I think that I mean maybe the Chiefs was like yo we're gonna we're gonna swap this real quick and <laughs> let him because he did get he did have the knee thing which was like holy shit the Madden curse is real everyone thought he'd like tore a ligament or something luckily it was just his knee popped out but. I think the worst possible player they could that they like Lamar Jackson had such a good year. And then you put him on the cover and he's not been injured and it, I don't want him to get injured because he's electric, but the curse will be back in full force if he gets hurt this year. That, that's what I'm I'm saying like he, uh, I don't think there's any shot in hell Lamar Jackson or P2 he did last year. Yeah. I would like I just it just set up so perfectly for the curse to be back. Like I don't I don't I think people figure out Lamar Jackson, not hundred percent figure out, but they figure out how to contain Lamar Jackson more than they, they knew how to before. And whether or not he gets injured, I I think his stats take a decline. I think he has one of those like you know, I don't really know if you consider it a sophomore season because he had a season before, but yeah. I I don't know, man. I think I just think this is the perfect person they could have put on the cover to be like, yeah, the curse might be back. I think personally, Madden's safest route, and they would have probably got some uh, like random clouts for it, would have been like Russell Wilson. He hasn't been on it. He had also a really good year. He's, he's always this yeah. underrated MVP guy, even though everyone knows Russell Wilson's a beast. Um, and everyone would be like, wow, how did he get on there and not your MVP? And then it's like, well, I don't know. That sucks, but we got Russell Wilson. And then, uh, so by the way, a fun way to say Lamar Jackson, my roommate says it all the time, 
um, because his girlfriend's from Baltimore, Lammer Jackson. I think it's so funny referring to him as Lammer Jackson. Like, it's just like, because the dude's going, wow, there goes Lammer Jackson again. Lammer Jackson. But, yeah, no, I mean, it, it's almost like the MVPs now, just like, oh, that's who it is. It, that's who we're putting on the Madden cover. So I think Brady was it, too. I mean, A.B. wasn't MVP. Brady was the year before. I don't know. It's just if they would put him in a Bucks uniform on that cover. I'd have been laughing. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, who, who would have been a better option than Mark Jackson. I don't know. Yeah, that's why Russell wasn't popped in my head. Cause, or Christian McCaffrey, I think. You could have done that. Yeah. I would have taken Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I said there's about – they just went with the easy one with the MVP who yeah. might not do what he did again. But I'm not doubting him again this year because I freaking didn't think he was going to do what he did last year. I was like, oh, he got stopped in the playoffs, which he did again this year. But um, he's if he figures out to be more consistent in throwing the ball, I think he'll do just fine again. See, here's my thing on that. Um, I was thinking it's like call Lamar Jackson, but I feel like with the odds of the world, like anybody could take – Every team on their schedule by surprise every now and then. Yeah. Like, like every X amount of years, somebody's going to play well for 16 games or 14 of their 16 games or whatever, and they're going to be an MVP. But it doesn't necessarily mean they can do it every game of their career. I think that might be the case with Lamar Jackson, but I know Baltimore fans are eating me alive. Yeah. So I don't I guess we'll see. Yeah, it's definitely one of those – like I said, he proved me wrong last year. I think he's just – it's like Mahomes, too. Mahomes didn't have as crazy as a year, but he still had a really good year. I think uh, I think teams are going to just try to stop Lamar Jackson from running, which is going to create wide open receivers, which he does hit wide open receivers. So, I think he'll be all right. But I'm still – all in all, I'm still on board with <clears throat> Russell Wilson being on the cover. I think Russell Wilson should be on the cover. I like yeah. that. Uh Finally, before we wrap things up, the NFL draft is this week. So, best week of the year. Yeah. Hopefully, this episode is released by then and, and you'll get to listen to this and then prepare for the draft. But you've been writing draft articles. Uh, I want to know what we can expect, kind of like in the top five, and also like what can, what can we expect from like teams or owners drafting from home, I guess, or GMs drafting from home. Um, is your tuning in experience going to be any different? I'm going to have the same setup. Like, I'm going to have my laptop open. Um, hopefully, there's no glitches like they had in the test run. Um, and if there is, that's going to just – the chaos is going to be awesome at the beginning. They'll probably get it figured out. You, I mean, I don't know if hackers are just took a break from the world because all this is going on, which it feels like a prime time to hack into things. Like, I mean, nobody's really paying attention to this stuff. Um, but – I'm sure there will be some, some. I don't know. I mean, you got GMs with like eight monitors yeah. in their living room. It is the dream. I you saw my tweet. It, that is like my dream job is just to sit in my freaking living room with like eight monitors and just sweet serenity of just the NFL draft. Um, I think communication is gonna be a little weird. I'm just hope. I don't. I think they're gonna have to be have give leeway because usually there's the time limit. And, like, the Vikings way back didn't get their pick in in time and then lost that pick. I don't think that happens this year. They're going to have to give, like, a, a two-minute overlay or something just because 
there's no way it's going to come in right away. Or teams are just going to be way more prepared. Like the talks have already happened and everyone already knows. Um, but it's going to be – it should be interesting. I think it's going to be fine. I'm just curious how the broadcast is going to go. Because usually you have like like Todd McShay, Mel Kuyper, um, who was it last year? Her Hershey hopped on. And then you got old uh, – oh, what's his name? ESPN. Oh, my God. It's the goal – Trey Wingo. And so what I heard is NFL Network is they're like joining forces. So it's going to be NFL Network and ESPN all, I guess, I'm assuming they're going to have like the draft is going to be like, it's going to be Goodell and some weird setup. And then the, I'm assuming the images of the other guys are just going to be around it somehow. I don't know. That's what's going to be crazy, the visual. Um, but I think Roger Goodell is going to be, he's because people are talking about how we can boo Roger Goodell still. Yeah. Even though there's gonna be no fans, hundred percent mark it down. That man is going to have booing going on on his thing to get the fans like, oh, good one. Like Roger Goodell is knows he's getting booed. He's hundred percent gonna have a fake sound of him getting booed, and and he's gonna be like, they're gonna be like, wow, maybe Roger Goodell is pretty cool. When in reality, he just has a good HR guy that's like, yo, we're gonna put booze in here because you're gonna get laughed and you're gonna be like a little more. Um, I love you. You're predicting like Roger Goodell doing the Eminem effect, where he just like makes fun of himself. I love it. It's because it's still gonna happen. Now that you said it, it's still gonna happen. And if he doesn't, I'll be disappointed because that was the easy opportunity for them. And if that's the case, Roger, I will let you know that I had this idea, and you're welcome if you use it. Hire better people. But, but the actual draft. Um, my top five. The top five is. It sounds like it should be so simple. It should be Joe Burrow to the Bengals, Chase Young to the Redskins, Jeffrey Okuda to the Lions, Tua, or the top six, I guess. Um, the Giants are a wild card. They could go Isaiah Simmons as the linebacker, or they could go whoever's their top tackle. And you got Tua and Herbert to the Dolphins and um, Chargers. The issue is nobody knows if Tua is healthy, even though – Ever, the, his doctors are saying he's fine, but he hasn't got tested by anybody. Dude lost a hip or whatever. I mean, his ankles have been bad. Um, now they're saying Herbert's jumping him could go to the Dolphins. I think it's a bunch of hoopla. I think the Dolphins are going to get him. Unless you're, you're freaking Lions, as you can see behind you. Uh, unless they – because I don't think they're sitting at three. I think Patricia is going to be getting insane amount of offers. And the, whoever wants to or Herbert the most is going to jump up and grab him at three because even, uh, I mean, I just think either that, cause I think the giants want whoever's at four and I don't, I don't think the lions necessarily position need wise. I mean, if chase young doesn't go to the Redskins, the lions aren't going anywhere. Like the lions will take chase young, no doubt. Um, but I think some team either, I mean, heck the chargers could even jump in front of the dolphins to try to grab that. But that's going to be the big thing is if trades happen, or just like I said, or it just falls in line, like, um, like we, like it's actually like I said, it's it's very simple if you just stick with what everyone needs. But when it comes to Tua and Herbert, there's a bunch of toss up, which is crazy to think when Tua threw that touchdown two years ago to win the championship, he was going to be a lock at the first pick, and then he got freaking Joe Burrow out of nowhere, just being like, nah. Watch out, because I'm about to dominate and just be the Bengals quarterback, which Tua's probably pumped about. I mean, to go to the Dolphins or the Chargers is way better for him 
somehow the Dolphins have turned it around after a year. Guys left the Patriots going there. Um, they seem like they have more of an identity. So, I mean, if I'm Herbert or Tua, not going to the Bengals is great. Give me the Chargers. Give me the Chargers all day if I'm a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Their team's actually good. Like, they actually have a good team. The fact that they're sixth is like, I think they're in the, that's the best situation. So, yeah. My brothers, my brother called Tua to the Chargers like halfway <clears throat> through the last football season. But I, so a couple of things. I, what you said was funny about Joe Burrow because I, of what I just mentioned, like, Tua, Tua was probably locked for the first spot. Joe Burrow burst on the scene, does what he does last year. Amazing season. But like I just said, anybody, every night, now and then can dominate their entire schedule for the entire season. Just but the odds are going to allow it to happen once every now and then. And Joe Burrow did that. I, I still think Tua has a better career than Joe Burrow in the NFL, especially considering Joe Burrow is probably locked for Cincinnati, which is just a death trap. But as a Lions fan, I've I pretty much been on, I want, you know, Chase Young if he's there, obviously, Tua or Isaiah Simmons. I don't want Jeff Okuda. And the more and more I see that Jeff Okuda is going to go to the Lions, the more and more disappointed I get because I just don't get a good vibe about it. Yeah. I mean, he is really good, but it's just like corners that higher. So, I mean, Denzel Ward's worked out so far for the Browns, and that was a shocking pick. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with Isaiah Simmons, too. He's a freaking freak of nature. He's, he's almost like the best athlete in the draft other than Chase Young. Um and then the, the quarterback thing is crazy because people forget that Stafford freaking was out there as a season with a back problem. Like, in a, not like a – like, I was scared when Wentz had that back problem two years ago, and it didn't seem as severe as Stafford, who has had, I think, back issues maybe before. Uh, so, I, I, you're not wrong. I mean, they could just be like, yo, Stafford could be getting dealt for all we know. Um, and they could be moving on, which I – I shit on Stafford all the time, but him almost being hurt makes me like him more, which is as fucked up as that is. Like, I'm like, oh, we got a comeback story now. He's going to go somewhere. He's going to do so well. Um, yeah, I get almost guarantee you if he went anywhere other than Detroit, he'd, be, he'd do lights out better than he does in Detroit. Yeah, but I just – if you guys were to somehow take Herbert at three, I would just laugh because he's just – he's not the it guy you need. I don't think Herbert's going to be bad. I think he's going to be a good quarterback, but he needs to have – more of an identity than a Lions team that is still trying to get a name for themselves with Patricia. Tua is the name. Like, Tua is the guy. Yeah. He is your leader. The team will revolve around him. But I don't know if the Lions want to take Tua because Stafford gets destroyed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's always yeah. been getting – he always just gets smacked around. And Tua is a tough dude. But, I mean, he's also a little fragile, it seems. So but, The reason I want yeah. Tua is – Lions have never, ever, it, not only in my lifetime, but I'm pretty sure ever had a playmaker at quarterback. Yeah. Like, I'm not talking mobile quarterback. I'm talking like like Kurt Warner was a playmaker for the Rams. Like, we've never had a playmaker quarterback. Yeah. Stafford's a game manager. I don't think he's a playmaker. I would like to see that to it in a Lions uniform. But still, I'm okay with Isaiah. I would, I would, I would restore faith in the Lions organization if we picked Isaiah Sam. Isaiah Simmons when Jeff Okuda was still on the board, I would love that. It could happen. It's one like I'm, now that you're saying it, I might rethink my mock and just be like, "This sounds actually right." But I mean, he, he could be number two on a lot of people's boards next to Chase Young. 
and we don't even really know it. So yeah. But that's all we got. Um, as far as the NFL draft, uh, it's Thursday. Starts Thursday, right? Starts this Thursday, yes. Yeah, Thursday. So this is released before Thursday. Tune in Thursday. If this is released after Thursday, it's probably still, it's probably going on right now. It's probably day two is probably tonight, or maybe day three is tonight, depending on I don't know when this when, or round two. Sorry, round two or round three. Um, but check that out. Uh, I'm pretty I'm I'm pretty sure a hiccup is inevitable. Like Mark mentioned, if it's getting a pick in and they're extending time, or the cop. I, I, I picture like Mel Kuyper going like, and yeah, so check this guy out. Here's his highlights, and then no highlights come up. So I'm sure something like that's going to happen. Um, or like the wrong highlight. For sure the yeah. wrong highlights yeah. will be thrown up there. Yeah. There's no way as many people that need to be on the same page are going to be on the same page remotely. There's no way. Uh, do you have anything to add for roundtable? Uh, no, just just uh, self plug about checking out my top fives for running backs, wide receivers, and then uh, quarterbacks, mock drafts, grade A drafts, everything draft related. I'm trying to get out there right before this draft gets up. Or you can check it out and see if I was right or wrong if this comes out after these picks are made. Yeah, he's probably right. Bellyupsports.com. Check it out. Go to the NFL tab if you need to. If 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 that's that's where you'll find it. Mark Riley's. Top five in each position. Um, the important positions. I'm not doing defense and all that. I'm just doing receiver, quarterback, and wide receiver. positions? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, just the skill ones. Just the fun ones. Just the easy ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, check it out. Belly of Sports Podcast Network. Uh, for at Belly of Riley, I'm at it's Zach Mac. No at M. Brown. No. O two, I don't, I don't know. Two one, I think. O H two one, I think. Yeah, I'm I don't know how this man hasn't. He found he founded Belly Up Sports, but yet his his name has not changed. God, yeah, but he's giving birth to four twenty babies over here. <laughs> uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Have a safe week.